everyone <laughs> i don't know where that came from i um <laughs> you were too caught up in the country blumpkin from last time oh, fuck off <laughs> you give me a fucking country blumpkin you fucking <clears throat> i'm still upset about that what you been doing um not a whole lot back at tafe you know we're back at tafe but back to studying at tafe mm which is fucking awesome. Not so good that I've got to catch up on so much shit, um, but it's whatever. Very tired, very happy. How about you? Yeah, I haven't been too bad. Um, went and watched The Marksman last night with a good old Liam Neeson, professional badass. Did you watch the movie with Liam Neeson? Yeah, man, he was there. Bro, he, he even held so my hand. fucking sick. What was Lana doing? Oh, I don't know. I was too focused on Liam Neeson. <laughs> I love that. Poor Lana. We love you, Lana. <laughs> no, it was good though. Pretty solid watch. Typical Liam Neeson film. Shot a couple of people. Were they Mexican? Yeah, they were. Uh, yeah, fucking classic old white grumpy dude who has to <laughs> protect the- something. Killing the kid that, I mean, saving the kid that ran across the border. Oh, no. Had they killed the cartel. What is he the type of dude that's like to the kid, normally I would have shot your guy. That's literally what it was. Oh, yes. (laughs) Does does he die at the end? No, don't. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. (laughs) No, it wasn't a bad watch, though. All right, well, Mm. I'll have to go and suss that out, maybe. No, but um, like with uh, Wow at the moment, it's like we're in a bit of like a uh, a lull of content until like the new patch comes out. So I had a look today and like, I think yesterday I got an email from Steam, like just these games are on sale that you have in your wish list. So I um, yep. bought and downloaded Fallout New Vegas and Battlefield 1. Oh, tight. <laughs> like Fallout New Vegas fucking... was $4 and Battlefield Ooh. 1 was 12 Ah. Uh... So good. That's so right. I just jumped on Battlefield One. Then there's like two Oceanic servers, twenty ping. It was great. Oh, it was such a good time playing. Just bringing it would back look the so crisp. Oh, dude, it's so clean. Like, oh. the I just googled it. Then though. I had to check. It's not cross compatible though, which is devastating. Yeah, I already knew that. Devastating. Yeah, that and you can't even transfer your account over either. Yeah, yeah, no, mm. you wouldn't. Yeah, that's what was so hard going from Xbox to PlayStation yeah. 2 because I'd already played it a bit. So, like, coming back to it as, like, a whole, like, a baby, a fucking newborn mm-hmm. again. Like, like dude, leveling up so on classes. Oh, Grinding to get the hell regal again, the most OP gun. But, like, the company coins, like, what? Yeah. Why do I have to buy guns I could just unlock? That's so mm. dumb. So dumb. Yeah, when I, I could just be spending that like money that. on um the uh the war packs or whatever they are, just to unlock cosmetics. Like was it was it always like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but the man, guns weren't that much either, but I think you even had to pay for the upgrades on the guns. Or no, maybe that was Battlefield Five. Um I think it might be five. 
Well, you could only do the sites yeah. as an attachment. It was the specializations that you had to pay for. Yeah, that's it. And that was that gun-specific, like, perk tree type yeah. thing. But it's not like you're changing, chopping and changing, like, different guns in that class really anyway. No. It's like, it, like even assault, in like level four. up, get the Hell Regal, and then just max that out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The amount of fucking people that I, when I was playing that were running around with it was just mm-hmm. fucked. Yeah, dude, because it was so broken at the time. Like, it's just nothing compared. Well, it must still be pretty consistent because there was yeah. a lot of people still using it. I don't know. But Battlefield 1 was a fucking vibe going back to that. But, like, mm. even Battlefield 4 was still pretty simple. Like, all you had to do was, like, level up on, and that's how you unlocked attachments outside of the battle packs. Yeah. Which, if you had the premium edition and, like, because I bought it a couple of years back, well, maybe last year, um, for the PS4, the deluxe edition or the premium edition with all the mm. DLCs and all the bullshit. I've still got so many fucking battle packs I can open. Yeah. That gives you <laughs> like 20 like, when you just buy the premium edition. Yeah, but because it also gives you XP bonuses, I'm mm-hmm. like fucking level 60 something and you yep. get a battle pack for just leveling up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all the guns that you use, like the classes, because you get battle packs every now and then for leveling shit up and unlocking guns. Yeah. It's like, man... Mm. Fuck The good old days And then Saturday We got uh, the Gate Creeper live stream I'm looking forward to that one Did you get yourself a ticket? Yeah Ooh, Yeah and then boy. before that I'll be tuning into the uh, BlizzCon live stream Then I hope they um, Tell us what this fucking What's actually going to be in Diablo 4 like, Yeah give us some Everything I've seen is pointing towards a 2022 release but they're hoping we at least get an, at least another proper cinematic trailer and some information. Like even alpha fucking gameplay would be fine. Mm. <laughs> That's what yeah, I want. I know, at this like point. I reckon got... they've been working on it for years. Now sure. that they've merged with Activision, I think they've announced four mobile games coming out. So I imagine oh, they'll be there. Um, yeah, well, they've also got to fucking get people on the good side of Diablo Immortal. That's the, mm. like the mobile game. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as they, that. yeah, that has to be. I, I'm keen for that, but I reckon it also maybe has to come out on like something like the Switch as mm, well. That's a shout. Well, they, um, Bethesda did it with um, Elder Scrolls Blades. You know, okay. like the Elder Scrolls you can get on your phone. Not very good, but you can get on the <laughs> Switch as well. Fallout Shelter. Yeah, you can get shelter. on the Switch, but you can get Shelter on everything now. Yeah, it's fucking, it's so much fun. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so hopefully we get some good news. I'll tune into that before the live stream, probably, uh, before the Gate Creeper show. When's that supposed to start? Gate Creeper? Or and BlizzCon, I suppose, both. BlizzCon's in the morning, like it's maybe 8 o'clock our time it starts. And then Gate Saturday, Creeper's not Sunday. until 12, Saturday. They're Friday. It's, well, that's the good day anyway, and then there's another Sunday one. Okay. That's just other random stuff, but Saturday's the big one. 8 a.m. and then 11 a.m. Yep. Okay. Damn, dude. Mm, so I'm looking forward to that. And um, we, uh, Josh and I downloaded Holdfast, the uh, Nations at War game. <laughs> that fucking, um, that one that you showed us when we were Yeah, over... the one in the chat. Oh, it's so funny. 
<laughs> the dudes in it are hilarious. Like they'll proper role play to like whatever uh, country they're playing for. Like if you're on the French oh. team, everyone just runs around screaming, oh, we, 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 croissant, we, we. Come here, you German dog. <laughs> because it's like full um, proxy chat as well. Like we were just trying to get these two dudes that were camped up in a house and everyone's just screaming, come out of the house, you can't. <laughs> no, come and take us alive or take us dead. We do not care. You do not have the house. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> like no shooting Whoa. in the church, please. <laughs> this is a place of worship this oh, is a sacred a place that's fucking hilarious and then um, I, I remember sending the, the news about potentially a, a sequel to Fallout New Vegas but anything I found online is pointing like towards the end of the um the decade similar yeah, sort of I... time to um the next Elder Scrolls I imagine I still don't know who they're going to get to develop that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they can, they can, I suppose they'd probably just get um, Obsidian to do it. They can. I mean, they've both been acquired by Xbox. Yeah. So, I mean, if Bethesda wants to make a Fallout New Vegas and Obsidian can clear their schedule, I'm sure that it would have to be them if they're talking end of the decade. Yeah. Because they'll probably fa- focus more on the Elder Scrolls game. See, but that sounds like um, that'll come before Fallout 5, right? Mm, yep. Man, fuck. I still haven't even played The Outer Worlds. No. Oh. I've got to uh, switch to play it on now, though, so like, I don't know whether it's worth it. Yeah, exactly. You, on the other hand, you, you, you mm. probably have no excuse. I'd probably go and buy it if I were you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll definitely look into it. Now I got Battlefield One as well. It kind of fills that void for me because sometimes I don't want to play Valorant and just sweat all night. Man, I fucking can only hope and dream <laughs> to get a PC quick enough. Mm. So then we can all play Battlefield. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think Josh has just downloaded it. And Payday and Left for Dead. Hmm. Yeah, there's a few good things looking to come out this year. Just looking at the sketch. Yeah, I've I've lost all desire to look actively look for things now that I don't have the PlayStation. Hey. Yeah, like a it, bit heartbreaking. It's it's so sad. Like I still like I can't even watch people live on Twitch anymore. It makes me so mm. upset. Went and sat in like a um in one of the dudes that would come and sit in my streams. He was streaming as I was trying to fall asleep. And like even watching him play to no one and talking to me just felt so fucked. Mm. Like I I didn't want to fucking watch him play a game that I had. Yeah. Like I yeah. could be doing but yeah. Happy to watch like I don't know, Tim the Tatman on YouTube and Shroud. Yeah. It's good they upload regular. Know. Fucking oath. Damn. Before we get into it, though, I just wanted to quickly rant. First of all, dumb little fucking yappy dogs. What is their problem? They are the Eshe of the canine world. (laughs) We (laughs) We took occasion to the dog park the other day. 
And this lady rocked up with two little fucking dumb Maltese things. And as soon as they get in, just yap, 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 screaming at everything, running around like fucking crack addicts, just screaming and yapping. And all the other dogs are trying to eat them because they won't shut up. And like, when you just walk past them and they just start going off, like, bro, I know if I came over and just put Acacia over the fence, you would shut up. Just why does anyone feel the need to buy dumb little dogs like that? Oh, because they want a dog, but they don't want to like actively look after a big dog. You know what I mean? They're rats. They're scum. Of course they're fucking rats. They belong in the fucking sewers. But like people don't want to actively like clean up after a massive dog. They they go small dog. Small amounts of food, small beds, small space, small bits of shit. Like they don't, it's not about like looking after it, taking it out for walks and Let's stuff. Get a cat and, then. Yeah, but they don't want a cat because they don't like cats. See, this is this is the stupidity mm-hmm. in fucking people that buy small dogs. Mm-hmm. And then the like, other thing quickly was just um soccer mums. Like the <laughs> the mums that are so self-absorbed and think the world that revolves around them. Like at work the other day, we were trying to close and we had two of them waiting on them so we could go. And I've never seen anyone walk so slow in my life, man. Just, uh, they do my head. Literal no purpose in life. And they think the fucking world revolves around them because they got cream pie. Like, no one cares that you have a shitty little snot-nosed kid, bro. Get it out of my way and get out of my way. They're like, they're the human equivalent of those dumb little yuppie dogs. Uh, I love that. <laughs> Soccer mums are still the type of people that will buy a yappy dog too. Yeah, exactly. They go hand in hand. <laughs> Oh fuck! Just dumb, man. I'm just, just unless the husband's me. a hard cunt. Yeah, but which they yeah. generally aren't if their kids are playing soccer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're too fuck, busy having affairs because yeah. their fucking wife's just whingy. <laughs> wife's just dumb mole. <laughs> fuck that bitch. Anyways. Welcome to episode 12 of the Heavy Boys podcast. Um, I'm the today, Heavy Boys shit chat. <laughs> we have one huge album to talk about from Humanity's Last Breath. And we've, before we get into that, I kind of wanted to bring up this little EP that I found last week or the week before. Um, so it's by Nail Wound. They're a beat down hardcore band from Orlando, Florida, and they will hit you like an anvil. Yes, sir. So it's called uh, Doomsday. I, I thought they were pretty. And that's the I they were pretty EP. crushing. To be honest, like mm. um, definitely more hardcore than anything else in the world. Yeah, but with that, I think it's more the vocalist that and the the drums that give it that flow. Really, yeah. Yeah, that real beat down sort mm-hmm. of vibe. Yeah, so like I um 
gain a bit of uh, similarity from that pale face record we spoke about last year and also kind of like bound in fear, but kind of less death core. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of cringe lines um, throughout the record, but the breakdowns, they're so tasty that you, 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 you forgive them. Like it's all right, boys, just next time you you hold on to them and just give us the breakdowns. <laughs> <laughs> like I think one of the Straight tracks up, has like right. three breakdowns and they all just rip. Yeah, um, I'd have to agree with that. Um, I think though they kind of whack. I don't know. There's there's just something not quite right about what they're doing. Maybe it is just the cringe one-liners, but I think it's more like what they're actually doing. It it's a bit niche almost. I th- though, to their credit, the drums sound incredible. Uh, they're definitely yeah. the, like the MVP of the record. They're so beefy and tight and really punch through. And I think that's what kind of elevates it to kind of I have where to it is. Almost like if you took out the drums, it would be kind of, uh, but they're so good. The, the, yeah, just the mixing. Like it's raw, but not like thrashy trash. But it's definitely been like yeah. the first EP I've taken notice of this year so far. Like it's fun just to kind of throw on. Like it's not very long either. No, Only, like I think um, you got to five get tracks. Like a- one of them's an interlude, so and seventeen minutes all up, including that interlude. Yeah. So you know you can just throw it on, bang it out, and get to business. The interlude is only forty-six seconds long, though. Yeah, you could probably get rid of the intro mm-hmm. and you don't really Yeah, I just skip straight really. past. It's literally nothing anyway. Like, there's no build-up. Yeah. Facts. You know, I'm enjoying this style, though, of music, that kind of more beat-down, sort of rip-your-head-off sort of thing. Like, yeah. yeah. I go to that back to that Pale Face record all the time. Normally, like, the first six tracks, though, until I kind of... it's. One of the things like I can't have in large amounts either. Like I get to about track six and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm done something else. It just so move on to the to next the sound first. or just. I think more so them. Yeah, move on from that band. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm enjoying the sound, but I kind of like traders as well. Almost kind of rings a bell in that sort of sound. Yeah, almost in a sense, yeah. except like if they were more deathcore sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what I can't wrap, wrap my head around. Maybe it's just the the tones on the guitars. Otherwise, it's it's a pretty solid little start to finish. You know, yeah, good little sprint they do there. Mm. Yeah, you can just bang it on real quick and be done. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay, that was cool. Nice work, boys. No, so yeah, hopefully, I don't know, like what you said earlier as well, like how it's kind of missing just one little thing does kind of resonate with me as well. Like I just can't put my finger on it, but they kind of need a, almost like it was a bit formulary in a way, like it was like this sound, this style, pump out almost four identical tracks maybe. 
So yeah. maybe they kind of branched a little bit, did a little bit different things on each kind of song and make it stand out a bit more. Yeah, well, is it, it is. is it what their first release? Like, no, second. EPs? Um, is it the second EP? No, I don't think so. They did have an album back in 2019, Dog Eat Dog, okay. which is eight tracks, but still only 21 minutes long. Yeah. Okay. So I guess um, you could call it another EP. I mean, eight tracks in 21 minutes doesn't really make an album. Nope. So, yeah. oh, it's a mini album. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was um, Doomsday by Now Wound. You got anything else to say about it? If you're into hardcore, go and give it a listen. I think hmm. you, you might. Um, yeah, it's not like a bad listen. Like it still rips. No. I didn't even bother going back and seeing whether they had an album, which is why I kind of asked. So um, <laughs> now that I know that. Um, I know um, the title track from that better. album is kind of like their, their heavy hitter. From all I've read, it was okay. just people reciting that. They must have the line dog eat dog somewhere in the tra- track. Because that's all oh. everyone just kind of replies with in capitals. <laughs> so I have to go oh. check that out. I think I'm, and I imagine there's a pretty tasty breakdown. It <laughs> um, pairs with dog. that. Dog, hey, dog. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there we have it. Nail wound, tight little EP. Yes. Um. Besides these two records, what else have you been listening to this week? Oh man, when when you sent me that um, reflections track oh, at like nine o'clock the, at the night, the two I... little tracks, yeah, man. Did I Wait, was it one? Stopped. No, it was one. Yes, yeah, it was one. It was one. But you sent me, and I think you sent me another one earlier on, or later on. But I'm talking about the reflections one now. That yeah. one's been on fucking heaps, mm-hmm. dude. Oh How my good is it? god, what a ripper! And it's just... always when I stop looking for music is when all the good stuff starts. <laughs> <laughs> like just the little fucking like riff at the start, and he just nails those like possessed demonic highs straight as well like just straight yeah. up in the track like the i think it's like the first kind of lyrics he does opens up with the lows like the fucking gutturals at the oh. start the fucking pick scrape kill switch style fucking mm. riff coming into the bam 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 fucking fall just the tones oh, man dude so beefy uh, Mr. Young is just incredible, man. I don't know, like, what we did to deserve guitar tones this <laughs> tasty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They could fill you up. You don't need breakfast. Just put this track on before you head out to work and you're set for lunch, mate. Oh, fucking oath. <laughs> there's, there's no two ways about that. Um, Besides, besides that, uh, Rings of Saturn finally dropped the remake air yeah. of um, Embryonic Anomaly. Uh, just a heavily remastered version, so don't worry if you you know you know haven't already heard it. It's not really a remake. Pretty disappointing. I think they like kind of re-recorded drums and just remastered the guitars to yeah, sound which is a bit like easier. normal for today's standards. Mm. Um, so they must have, Luke, Lucas must have just had the raw guitar tracks just laying around and just went, fuck it. I'll just mix them how Put I would Put them today. into a new plugin or something, yeah. But it hasn't really, it doesn't really sound much different. It's just nice to hear the original vocalists um, 
newer vocals. Yeah, like over a, it. Yeah, coat of paint straight over it. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I do appreciate that. Um, but I also um have been listening to Tyrant by Slow Tie. Okay. For one reason or another, um, I still don't like grime, but I don't <laughs> like what else is on that album. So it's really weird because he's pretty good on a lyrical standpoint, but. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with this album. It's just like, it's two halves and the two halves are both shit. See, I don't uh, really listen to him much at all. Like, I don't have much background. I'm pretty sure he played at a festival I attended once. I might have seen him by accident. I'm not sure. Was he at the last um, listen out? I don't know. I think when I went to listen out, I was was like getting there as Schoolboy Q was like starting. Okay, so you got there basically at the end. Yeah, for the good parts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, school, school it went, pretty much when Schoolboy, Diplo, and then whoever was at the end was a flume. Mm. Yeah. Like, that was sick. That's all. That's really all I wanted to go for mm. anyway. You did miss out on Denzel Curry, though. Ah, fuck Denzel. <laughs> Bullseye Parade. Rip. But... Um, nah. Yeah. I mean, spewing, but nah. Mm. I'm sure there'll be a better time to see him now that mm. he's got more songs out that I actually like. <laughs> where he goes in a bit more harder on the motherfucking paint and word, you know. As uh, Waka Flocka would say. <laughs> w Flocka. Waka Flocka Flow. No, yeah, this week's been a bit weird. Like, aside from those two tracks, it's been a lot of podcasts. Like, it's been almost a week just to kind of settle, just kind of relax, listen to some podcasts. Um, a lot of He Is Legend, just going back to, like, the first three albums, whenever I just need to put something on that isn't a podcast. But, yeah, because, like, so we're, we're just waiting. Um. So the music one I listen to is uh, The Heaviest Podcast, a fantastic one. And then um, World of Warcast is good. Still get around that one. Yeah, I love that podcast. Um, And yeah, World of Warcast is pretty good just for news and just what little things you might have missed, like they just go through the patch notes and stuff. Because one of them that does the podcast works for Wowhead, which is like (laughs) Blizzard's like unofficial guide. Like it's not affiliated with Blizzard at all, but all the time Blizzard will refer to like, oh, have you like searched this on Wowhead? So yeah, that's good to listen to as well. And then, yeah, I'm trying to find other ones just for random stuff, but I haven't been too successful yet. So if any of you listen to any other podcasts besides ours, let me know. Could be Hmm. about anything. I don't care. I enjoy hearing people talk just as like background noise like when I'm walking the dog or anything it's just nice to have um I I know we we don't really like him at the moment but um Finn McKenzie actually does have some pretty good podcasts I have listened to some of his uh the Matt Hafey one I know I did um who else um uh, Matt one with um Matt Halpern from Periphery, of course. Which one? There's two, is there? Yeah. Oh, there was one on the 11th of January. 
Yes, there was. So I, I think that one he talks that. more about um, get good the drums. business side yeah. of get good and stuff. Yeah, and how to successfully do all of these different things at once, especially being a musician. I think um, that was quite similar to the how, first one he did too. Yeah, but more focused on the music thing. Yeah. And then incorporating Get Good, I think. But it'd definitely be more on Get Good and other side ventures that Matt's got going on. Yeah. Oh, they've got one with the CEO of Liquid Death as well. That'd be um, good to listen to because like, everyone's kind of opinion on Liquid Death is so split down the middle that they think it's fucking stupid promoting water in a can. And then the other people just fucking love it. Their um, advert for that, um, was it Metal Ball Music? Show was pretty good. About polluting the wrecking underworld ball? and shit. Yeah, Wrecking Ball. Uh, whatever it's called. The one with the Frozen Soul on that where we watched. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was so fucking good. <laughs> Just for production quality yeah. alone, like I will give that a fucking huge part. <laughs> Like the music could have been shit, but like watching that in full was just yeah. incredible. Yeah, that was sick. But yeah, that's basically what I've been listening to aside, like because it was kind of just waiting around until Friday came for humanity's last breath. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck. Like I it got to like eleven and I put it on for a bit and I was like, Yeah, cunt. This is <laughs> so fucking like good. But I was like not really paying attention there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just background noise by that point, but still like, fuck. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know humanity's last breath are basically like the love child of Viljada and Mashuga. Just this big, yep. dirty thaw. And like this record as well. Like, I feel like it's a huge step forwards in sound from their other releases, almost like, the way that kind of fit evolved, like just expanded a lot and just kind of, you know what I mean? I totally get you. Yeah. More um, atmospheric and Mm -hmm. a lot more. um, Like that thematical and theatrical sort of vibe. That's the word. Yeah. Um, I guess this one, especially like Viljada's, I mean, not Viljada, Humanity Last Breath, like they've really upped the thematics and theatrical kind of side on the album. And it makes for just a devastating release, start to finish. Yeah, I'm I'm a bit weird on this one still, to be honest with you. <clears throat> um, I th- I think just as an overall sort of perspective before we start breaking down tracks, um, it, it it starts off so well. I think it's like an album that kind of fluctuates in parts. Mm-hmm. Like it's it it kind of starts already in a lull. Yeah, as it builds up towards the end of that outro, like the the outro to the intro, right, which just should have flowed into the first track, like the Mm -hmm. first actual track of the album. Like if I had done that, it would have it would have been fine. Like it would have served its purpose. It would that would have been an album starting off the rip, like fucking with its Mm. feet on the ground, just sprinting 100 mile an hour. But um, it is a bit choppy. Yeah, just that that cut like the, the the very distinct cut between the songs is just mm. so abrasive like fuck and it's not like glutton starts out very well like they could have easily no it is a bit slower yeah they could yeah smush them together and kind of just a boom boom and by by the sound of like 
by the way that Glutton starts, like it, it sounds like it could have easily have done that, or maybe yeah, exactly. it was like that, and then they just chopped it off the end <laughs> for some fucking reason. I don't know. Um, but I, uh, it's good and it's disappointing for me personally as a whole. But hmm. Glutton is a good place to start, I think. And I just wanted to say first, <laughs> these guys must have whammy pedals through the fucking roof, just topped on top of each other. For some of those kind of like, whoo, noises they get, man. <laughs> what the actual fuck? How? Yeah, I just don't understand how you can make those noises from a guitar. And there's a couple of points where they like hit the note, but it's kind of like it gets hit again, but like it, you, like it drags out almost. Like it's so weird. And I, I want to see them and how they do it. Because it's not like they do make a second pick or anything. Oh, it's weird. Like I can't explain it properly as well. And I don't even remember what track it is, but oh, it's weird. Yeah, man. The, the technicality and whatever oh. the fuck is going on there is just incredible, Unreal. man. It is like guitar, like it's craftsmanship at its finest. Mm-hmm. And like with the like vision, probably, and they just came out and nailed it. Oh, 100%, dude. Like, it's got to be the biggest highlight on this album, honestly. Really does. Because mm-hmm. from start to finish, no matter what they're doing, they're played so fucking well. Yeah. And I don't know whose idea it was, like, in the process of recording the album to go, hey, you need to play that with the strings not even tuned. <laughs> uh, just just put them in your guitar, tighten them up a little bit so you can wobble them and we're good to go. Yeah. This, this fucking, this, this sounds disgusting, dude. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is so filthy. And more tracks, it stands out. Some tracks, it stands out more than others, but um, it doesn't even, it doesn't sound like they've like changed the tones for that whole album. And you, it, it fucking feels disgusting, dirty. I need to have a shower because I've like shit my pants because they're playing in the brown note. Mm. Like, man, highlight for sure. Um, so it basically, um, the way they worked, like they formed in 2009 in Sweden um, when the drama Buster. And the former guitarist, Christopher, decided to like basically write just heavy material. Like it wasn't as almost progressive as it is now. And um, like they recorded the EP and they kind of kept going. And then Buster decided to go independent and um, formed his own studios. And um, there was what track I sent you something earlier in the week that was actually produced by him as well. Oh, true. Of, what it was and then yeah basically buster um you used to be the drummer phil fajada and now he made this and it's basically kind of his like brain farts like he basically comes up with everything and then just gets the other guys to record it essentially i think this one though is um a bit more cohesive in the writing process like everyone was kind of able to put something into it i think that's why it's come so far with like the theatrics. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically how it is. Just the brain farts of some crazy talented dude. 
from the fucking asshole of Sweden. No, <laughs> it's he, well, he must be from there or the, yeah. the the bottomless pit of Sweden. Yeah, like that's just full of dark and dangerous mm-hmm. shit. Just that like Norse belt. And like, that's kind of like what I mentioned throughout the album a fair bit as well when we get into it is like, it really does have like that kind of Viking war, Norse God sort of vibe to it as well at times. And it would be the perfect like soundtrack to just some epic battles of like fucking Thor and that. So let's get into it. With the first track, now, some of these names we're probably going to fucking butcher. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Doz Dans, um, kind of get that sort of like really kind of low, and then builds up tremolo guitars at the start to create the atmosphere. And then the war drums come in like a bit later in. And for me, I was like, fuck, here we go. This is going to be a behemoth of an album. And you're still kind of not ready. And then off the rip, you notice the incredible production job as well. Like this is another thing I'll bring up so much is how great this album sounds. The guitar yeah. tones, the just the clarity of everything, the drums. Man, this record hits with intent to kill. Facts. Mm. It's so big. Um Again, though, I think for me, when it comes to that intro, if it just had a linked up, flowed, yeah, would have just made it next level. I think it would have been so much better. It would have like given the album more of the atmosphere that it was really Mm -hmm. pushing for. I think, but um, you know, it's definitely not the worst intro I've ever heard. (laughs) So. I guess that's a fucking plus, really, isn't it? Yeah. And then you get Glutton, which was one of the uh, first singles we got. Um, and you get really in the track everything that makes them thaw. And they yep. also also kind of implement that, uh, like the choir voices, um, which adds so much atmosphere. And they're really prevalent throughout the album as well. Um, giving that Norse God of War Viking sound in this track. Yeah. Um, one of my maybe I don't know. Maybe because we got it so early, I was a bit over it by the time we came to release. Like I only gave them the once over as well. Really. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was a bit a bit weaker to some of the other stuff on the record and singles. Yeah, I I'd Especially agree. compared to like Tide. Oh. They definitely got some tracks that are way more like of that typical Thal sound than others. And yeah. you kind of group those ones together and like Tide just stands out above the rest by so much. So I think that's what it might be as well, like when I look at Glutton. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I really did listen to this album a lot. Um, mm. This was one of my more anticipated albums to start the year. And... Uh, I think I didn't really overdo the singles. I was listening more to the albums because I was pre- preferring to listen to the whole of mm. Vold. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah. Voldy. Yeah, Vold. Um, Vold. <laughs> yeah, you just got to put an accent I on it and it'll hear... make sense. 
I think I just wanted to play it in full because yeah. like the singles are great, but like that's for a whole piece of work that's going to come out later. Unless they were fucking rippers, which Tide was. Mm-hmm. And Tide, you know, we can talk about that when it comes later around. on. But like for, for Glutton, I mean, the riffs are nice and the guitar work's fucking great, but it's just a shame considering how boring the song is for the most part. Mm. Um, I think the section at the, like, at the two minute marks, like the best thing about that track. But, um, you know, after that, I don't really know what else that song has to offer. Um, as a single, I feel like it was definitely the one of the weaker ones and probably I'd say it's one of the weaker songs on the album. Yeah. But it starts off, it tries to start off really strong. So I give it that. But then yeah, like know, it, really it does kind of just evolves into nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Just kind of tumbles along. Yeah. And then Earthless comes up next, which is... um. Was it? It was one of the other singles, wasn't it? Yeah, it was another single, and I would probably say this was um, at least one of my favorite. Yeah, singles man. The, to come out the way it starts with those fucking like just distorted kind of background of the t- ticking noise, like oh, dude, and they so literally the guitars in sync with the drums. Yes. But oh, that noise is just bro. so unsettling and carries throughout the track. And then like, I get to the middle and everything cuts out and then everything kind of starts oh. coming back in, but that comes first. I don't know yeah. what it is, but man, the thal is strong with this one too. Like you get the scratchy guitars, whammy upon whammy. And the like the dive towards the end where the guitars just go, whoa, whoa. and you like have to like say it as well when it comes out like the first time i heard it i was just no way (laughs) so juicy wow i um want to give a quick shout out to the vocal work on this track too though um i feel like the the small amount of variation is cool and whatever else but what i fucking love throughout the track is just the gutturals and the growls. Oh, dude. Yeah, they this is definitely something I'm going to bring up shortly. They, they like just mix together so well, especially with mm-hmm. those fucking. Almost like it's another man. instrument. Yes, exactly like that. But yeah, fuck. I, I'm going to let you speak a little bit here because I feel like you're kind of waiting to go and I feel like, my, like I'm lagging to my internet shit. No, no, no you're right. <laughs> Um, so have you got anything to say about Earthless before we move on to Descent? Um, honestly, I, this one's going to be a bit of a fucking crowd check if they decide to play it. Mm-hmm. It'll be one of... If, if they decide to play it, it could be a crowd check um, just to test the room, see how they're feeling, whether that's a, the type of vibe that they go for in future sets. Yeah. But, um, you know, I would... I would love to see it live. Oh, the whole album, man. That like that's a song I'd love to just kind of fucking. I haven't seen any live stuff for this yet, but I imagine it is honestly just a fucking wall of noise the whole time, and it just like audio tree. It's like brain. Oh fuck! It probably would be. Like it would make your brain just fall out of your ears. So yeah, like next time they tour, we're going to see them. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 
Anyways. Did you end up getting your t- um, ticket for full tilt yet? No, I'm no. going to do it. Oh, <laughs> you're running that time, boy. Oh, I think I'll be pretty right <laughs> now that Melbourne wow. got announced. But yes, yeah, descent. it's fucking dumb, to be honest. Um, this it's one, a- I feel like, was the first time in the album, like, I really took notice of the guitars. Like, yeah, Earthless had that really cool kind of dive at the end, but this one, like, the whole time, the riffs like really stood out more. It wasn't more or less that just chugging thal. Like they worked mm-hmm. their way up the fretboard a little bit more and really kind of took the spotlight. And then you get like the ethereal choir come in and just shatter the skies and it just rains hellfire down. Like this is the one of the ones that made me think like it would be a sick just soundtrack to anything like a game or a movie. And um, the vocalist joins in later with the choir as well later on in the track and just creates such a daunting moment. Like They're doing the thing and then he comes in over the top in more like a shouting kind of voice. It's so good. And then like the palm muted riff that comes in around like the three minute mark as well. And it only kind of hangs around for a little bit. And like everything else kind of chills out. It's so beefy. Hmm. Like that was, I had to like, as soon as I heard that, I went straight to my notes. Like, yes, the palm muted riff. Yeah, I think the end of the song is probably like the best super, part of that yeah, song. Super theatrical. I um, didn't really like that song for the most part. I think that was the one track, the, the first track where I went, okay, that's shit. <laughs> and then was kind of waiting for the next dip. Um, I mean, it's not that bad for the most part. Like, I'll give it all of its credit. It's not a bad song, especially now that I'm looking back at it. This is still, again, this is a note from, like, a first listen. Yeah. Um, I it, I don't hate it, but it's, like, it's not a good track. No, I, I get what um, you mean. Like, I think upon by the time... Upon further listening, it could be a bit of a skip. Like, I think by the time it gets to the, the, the choir vocals and then, like, that end part of the track, I, I feel like that was just too much, too long. I feel like they could have either done without that end bit or without the choir vocals, and that track would probably would have been fine for me personally. I don't know. That's probably the biggest, part, like, deal breaker. And even that lead up to the choir part, it just doesn't do it for me. Um, but you know, it's not the worst song on on the album. So I I think for what what is the worst um, song later on? I think you do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) See, we're very split. The whole like quiet theatric stuff, though. Yeah. See, look, I I think I say in a couple of songs later on a, a couple of different things, but. I think leading up to to this, it's just been not really my kind of vibe, my dig, mm-hmm. what I want, what I wanted expect. kind of more that straight up foul. And they've kind yeah. of gone for that. I don't know. I think it's just the theatrics seem a little too too dialed up. Yeah. Too forced. Yeah, I, did, I didn't really want to be the one to say it, thanks. 
No, um, I don't know. I think that's that's kind of really all it is. Like, it just doesn't seem like the right thing to have done throughout the whole album. Like, the the album's already so long. Like, if you're gonna have a filler track here and a filler track there, I would rather that as opposed to having all of these songs crammed with shit it didn't need. Hmm. No, I see what you're saying. I just stand on the other end, which is good, you know, to have a bit of back and forth. It's good to have like, both yeah. sides. Descent can, um, we can move on from that now. Okay. I, I don't like, don't like uh, this conversation. In the Spectre. <laughs> Spectre's a fucking First thing I have to say about Spectre, the guitars go, wee, wee, wee. <laughs> so when it came to this track, I really took note of just how hollowing the vocalist sound is yeah like this was the first time in the album i was like yo wait hold up like i think before because everything else was so chaotic it kind of just it fit in like it it played its part it was almost like i said another instrument but here it was like he kind of took the forefront and just let rip because he's so low like um like a cj or from viad or like an alex from black tongue sort of just huge bellowing sound oh man and then like yeah at two minutes 40 you get like that kind of really groovy passage did you notice that one yeah the yeah. i've got written down here the uh groovy melodic style out yeah so good and then like right at the very end you kind of there was like a tease of like a tiny little string section come in and then like the tremolo guitars start building up and then you are just decimated by the nastiest breakdown on the record i have to say oh, that breakdown was fucking huge <laughs> yeah man honestly this that song is just fucking mm-hmm. huge like, uh, from to back that yeah, song the is close just cool, it was like, good the kind of like that chanting again like the norse god chant i keep bringing up and i feel like yeah this is yeah. by far my favorite favorite track on the record yeah, I'd have to agree with that statement too. Um, I don't really have much else to fucking add that you haven't already said <laughs> besides um, the guitars are stupidly low and if I could see how they get that sound to yes. come out of the guitar, I like would it's, greatly it's appreciate nuts. that. It, it doesn't make sense. No, like, how is not, it possible? It, I don't fucking get it, bro. Like, and then you get all the, like the little gent kids going, "Ha ha, seven string down tune, brother! Ha ha, look at my tones!" <laughs> and then there's humanity's um, last breath, just like on another planet, just laughing <laughs> in Thal. They're they're chilling in on fucking the dwarf Pluto, fucking going, <laughs> oh, bro, bro, dang!" Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Spectre was easily best. But yeah, Dehumanize, my second favorite track on the record. Ooh, damn. Yeah, it kind of like starts with like the slow brooding drums and then opens with the breakdown as well. I feel like it's the most deathcore track on the album as well. Yeah. Um, Another track where I feel like the guitars took center stage. I still don't really know how I feel about that minute-long intro, but I know for a fact that song fucking rips ass after that intro, so it doesn't really matter. So it'd be cool to maybe see them open the set with that. 
oh, dude, if they did imagine mm-hmm. pandemonium. <laughs> oh. I hope they're not secretly one of those dad metal bands like fucking Meshuggah, mm. but, you know. I don't know. <laughs> not, not enough polyrhythms. <laughs> And like they they kind of have that deathcore break uh, background too, and fucking boomers hate that. As soon as you say deathcore, they walk the other way. Yeah, well, they were all there for thy art opening up for Machine. <laughs> so fucking, you tell me what they fucking do and don't like. They don't even know. <laughs> fucking goddamn boomers. Hadian. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to pronounce this one. Hadian. Hadin. <laughs> Hadin, <laughs> bro. The blast, though, man, on this rec- oh, this track. The blast oh, are so punchy. There's like that really tight, rolling, rattly sound. So good. Um, and like the last minute of the track, the drums just come through and just sound so good. Um, honestly, just harp on and on and on about the mixing and the recording of the drums. <sighs> They're so good, man. And just Honestly. how technical he is and so good. Fucking oath, dude. That's like one of the biggest things that I can take away from this song. Besides the fact that it's like probably the biggest highlight off the mm. album for me, besides the following track. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's uncompromisingly heavy, head crushing, unrelenting, the riffs rip fucking ambience in the background just creeps through like a silent fart bro it's it's so <laughs> to give you that stank silly. face there i don't know whether it is because oh, someone farted or because of the riffs damn man and i like i was hearing it like in like i was i don't know what i was doing i wasn't even paying attention but all i could hear was this like slight little ringing and kind of like dug in a little bit further and it was like dug like it was right in the back of that track and I fucking, I really love that. That was mm. sick. Yeah. Some really tight vocal passages too, especially yeah. some of the, and through some of the layered stuff too. Mm-hmm. Man, I, um, Just I, I think it's man. This dude's track. a genius. Yeah. Like, I, proper genius. Fuck. Yeah. Hadid is uh, <laughs> probably, probably one of the best tracks on the album for me personally. I thought that song fucked. Mm-hmm. And then next, Tide. <laughs> this song's Tide. fucked even harder. That, yeah, it's most even like harder. foul track on the record. It's just so oh. heavy. It's got those big, strong deathcore roots, the scrapey guitars, and then like at minute twenty, when the guitars just abuse the whammy pedals, yeah, and they almost become 16. like those disgusting sirens, just like wee. Ooh. Yeah. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> so good, oh, man. fuck. Um, I reckon they could have closed the album with this track as well, just the way it ends. <clears throat> mm. I, I was kind of a bit off with featuring being the last track, and it was also a single. Like, I feel like Tide should have had that place. Yeah, but would you would would you have rather had Vitring up there instead of Tide? Like, would you have rather had them swapped? Oh, they could have just taken Vitring and left it off the record. Yeah, they probably could have. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll, <laughs> like, I'll get to it later. I feel like it's kind of the weakest track, Vitring. So they could have cut it yeah. off, put Tide at the end. 
But no, I definitely I, I would have to agree with that. But like, I think we definitely want to call Tide best track off the album. Maybe the best, <laughs> but my favorite Spectre. Yeah, it's like fuck this tech on a technical level for me. Mm-hmm. I think this just takes the fucking cake. Mm-hmm. We've already said it. Um, the the one sixteen to like one thirty. I think it goes even through that. Um, extra bit of vocal yeah, just like that too. siren noise oh it's it's such a good fucking passage and that whole song goes through its mm-hmm. motion so smoothly yep. too i just think like a, he, i think that's got to be like the best the, the best structured the most structurally sound track on this fucking mm. album yeah and kind of sums up the album in one track as well yeah like uh, ref like I want to say like that track and the whole album is kind of like a tsunami like they don't move very fast but with such destructive force it kind of like broods along just wiping out everything in the way and mm. man it's huge it is huge yeah look honestly I think that song is just an all-round banger that's going to be another fucking vibe check, mm-hmm. and um, fuck, it'd be it'd be a missed opportunity if they don't at least try and play it live yeah. or play through. I'd love to see a playthrough of that. Yeah. Um, what have you got to say about the um the instrumental the interlude here? Yeah, I liked it. Um, it was kind of like the breather through the record. Um, comes in at track nine, uh, the eerie strings at the start kind of almost kind of bring you forward and draw you back into the record as well because, I don't know, it kind of gets to the point where kind of you could lose focus in the record because it is so intense. So it's kind of like that breather to kind of reset reassess and kind of go back in um it's viking wartime um this kind of i feel like would be cool to open a set with and then lead straight into another track because it kind of finishes with those war sirens which kind of also leads into the track sirens (sighs) no i enjoyed it i didn't feel Mm -hmm. a track (laughs) <laughs> it's two yeah. minutes long why that's gay it I don't sets, like that. sets the mood and gets you ready to run full force and spear some dog in the head oh fucking spear my own dog in the head for sure without this track um i'm gonna move on to sirens okay because um i only had one line for velvet anyway and it was fill a track no substance sucks shit <laughs> So, um, but Siren sounds like it's like opening the gates to a holy land only to have both those gates closing your fucking face as you're about to enter. And then a trap door opens up right underneath you and like just sends your sorry ass straight into the fucking void. <laughs> like it um, opens up so fucking yeah. well, but like, unfortunately that's where the praise ends um, for that song. 
I don't know how you feel about it. This one, I kind of said like you need a really good headset or like fantastic speakers to take in every little like sound, especially throughout the record though. But this track in particular, there's a lot of nuance in the start of it. Like you mentioned, like Mm. it is the best opening and like to have like a really good set of headphones or speakers is really needed. Otherwise it kind of, you don't get that full effect. And there was like almost like a lot of black metal in this one with like the tremolo, not tremolo. Yeah, tremolo guitars and like the blast through the like the midway section as well. Mm. But yeah, I don't have much else to say. Yeah, I kind think of, I need some to, like, like it just starts so well in the kind of the mid like that blast and then it kind of just dips. Yeah. Yeah, I think I need to kind of like clarify um like what I was saying before about the praise ending because at this point, as someone who listened to it a lot, um, it, it's, it kind of feels like I've already heard all the best parts of the album before this point. So I feel like as someone who's heard it enough, I can probably just not really hear the rest of what's going on here. And, and that's at what track 10 what is it? Track yeah. nine. Ten. Like it's still pretty late on the album. Like I've, I, that's, this is kind of where my boredom set in and I was like, yeah, maybe this is probably where they could have ended it. Maybe take a couple of songs out that didn't need to be there. Um, and just fill it with, um, stuff that was more valuable to the runtime. Um, not that it's a bad song. It's just a fucking boring one by the end of it and then i feel like after that point you can kind of predict what the next songs are going to sound like i feel like that's almost due to the sound as well like of the the thaliness because i know like i can't do a full like hours upon hours of just like will jada and humanity's last breath like because it is very niche in a way like it to be like thala needs those characteristics and obviously you're going to get bored of that after a while. So I feel like that's kind of what's happening here as well. Could be like that. It's like that, um, like that slam thing in a way where like, if you don't do it to the, to the recipe, then it's not. And everyone's just going like, not, it's, it's fake slam. So I feel like that's almost like what's happening here as well. Because yeah, I kind of got to this point as well. I was like, okay, I've heard it. I don't even, yeah, but I don't know if it's got anything to do with, um, like, I think it's just how stale deathcore has ended up becoming mm-hmm. as well. You know, like, sure, guitar tones come and go, things change and shit, but that's all that changes. And, um, mm. I mean, we were seeing it with metalcore we're seeing it with deathcore more so now, I think, um, especially since COVID's coming around, I think we can look back and go, fuck, maybe we are running out of ideas in general. Mm. And um, that's mostly the vibe that I got from this too, from that track was just like, fuck, you know, why? <laughs> But just to move on before we wrap up the album, yeah, I want to yeah. say one last thing about futility. 
um, the way that track opened was sick though. Like the way they made the guitars were like up and down the fretboard constantly. Those riffs at the start were sick and like accompanied by the blast. Like the start of that track kind of stood out for me as well. And then yeah, same thing. Bored by the end and then featuring as well. I didn't I didn't have anything for. I felt like it didn't really need to be there. It was like I'd group it in that more straight up thal sound on like those other ones like Tide and this one just is by far the weakest of them. Yeah. But I would still probably prefer Futility on the album of what maybe let's just say nine tracks total mm-hmm. as opposed to you know Futility was still cool like the start of it I thought was wicked. Yeah. For sure. Chuck that in the middle of like the new track list that we can make up for this fucking album. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it, I mean, I'm, I'm the same, like, it's not a bad track, but it's still more of the same, like, thing we described with Sirens, I think. Um, I don't really have a whole lot to say about Futility besides, like, it's not a bad track, it's not a good track, but it's not, like, batshit boring to the point where it's unlistenable but it's not so good to hear that it's that you'll go back to it yeah it's fucking weird and it it hurts because this album was so high up on the list of things for me yeah uh, at the end of the day i'm still going to give it a four and a half okay um like i think vitrine could have been left out i think that's the only one that really could have been left out I enjoyed the little breather track. And then, yeah, just the other only kind of bad thing I'd have to say is like the kind of the gap between the first track and the second track. But like this is still for me, maybe the best record this year so far. Like this kind of thawed me out from being trapped in that crypt device that Frozen Soul left me in for so long. (laughs) Like I still listen to that so much. It's so good. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go back to the Necroverse after this, bro. <laughs> no, I mean, Man, four and a half, I still be. think it's a great record. I want to see kind of what else gets thrown towards the top of the pile to see what can kind of take that crown next. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, look, I don't know if I'm going to listen to the album again from start to finish. Um, yeah, it's, I, it's almost it feels you have to be long. in the zone. Yeah, probably. And I don't know, maybe I was just never in the zone the entire time that I listened to it. But if that's the case, then I, it's just not my album. Um, maybe um, we'll come like six months later and you'll be popping up on one episode saying, yo, that humanity's last breast thing was the best thing I've ever heard. Nah, <laughs> like, I, I, I get it think, now. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know about that. Because um, I'm, I'm seriously not going to listen to it again in full. <laughs> mm. It just feels so fucking long and drawn out and there's very little in the way of keeping me interested. Like the guitars and the drums are great. The bass is probably like mixed in there somewhere and it's probably done very well, which is why neither of us have been able to really say anything about it. Mm. Um, but like, it's just a lot of filler, a lot of missed opportunities to make the album a little bit more consistent. Um, I mean, it's not a bad record, but I'm, I've already, I already know what songs I'm going to take from this. I already know, you know, that I just cannot 
do that album start to finish. I'm going to give it a fucking three. Okay. And um, be very upset about it. Oh, well, it was good that we kind of had um, two differing opinions on it, though. Yeah, because I was I know wondering a lot of people kind of can't be. get around this sound. Like I've heard some people I, say like they prefer the first releases. Other people say they just don't like the style thing at all. And others say they couldn't get around it until kind of this one came out and had that bigger sound. Something yeah. more to kind of grab onto, a bit more accessible maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully that, I, I mean, hopefully this is the album that gains them more recognition, more fans, mm. blah, 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 blah. Because it'd be upsetting to, you know, have this album come out and they just stagnate, you know. Mm, yeah, but, but it kind of doesn't push them to the forefront. I'm going to be very disappointed. Um, you know, just... credits to them. They, you know, they still pushed out a pretty okay album in in my books. Um, pretty solid album. Some other people's books. Don't give a fuck. Uh, at the end of the day, good mix of songs, and um, I think if we can agree that. Tide was awesome. That's all I can, you know, go to the bed happy with. as well. Oh, my. Yep. The whole production on this album is top notch. Go and listen to Humanity's Last Breath's Vald. Wow. Um, with, with heavy duty fucking speakers mm-hmm. or earphones, headphones, the best headphones you can find. If you have to go and spend $300 on headphones to fucking go and listen to it like that, do it. Because it is um, worth it. Man, I yeah, unreal. I just so fucking... they need to do either like a studio documentary or just kind of like a a run through on it all because some of the stuff they do, I want to know how it happens. Facts. I, I, no, if we get that wow. before we get fucking vocal diaries, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> Aaron, hurry up! Fucking dog. Well, um, geez, I think I think that's it from from me. Yeah, so if, that was Humanity's uh, Last Breath, Vald, and we also had Doomsday by Nail Wound. Oh, yeah, I forgot we spoke about that too. I'm so <laughs> fucking out the door, bro. My my head's up my ass. You need some dindins and bed bed. Uh, probably. Have you got to go in tomorrow? Probably a wank too. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm in tomorrow and Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday, I'm at home nice. going through the books. <laughs> Yay! Getting that big brain How on. exciting. Well, it's better than nothing. <laughs> that is true. Steps Very forwards. true indeed. In good directions. Yes. Life, life, I, level ups. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm actually fucking very excited for all of that when it happens. But in the meantime, I've been Brody. That has been Bailey. Put Bailey. <laughs> and we will hopefully catch you guys in the next one. Guitars go wee woo. Burr, burr, dang. <laughs> <laughs>